You're listening to the Mayflower Marathon on Rock 102. WAQI. WAQI HD Springfield. 1021 FM. A Springfield Rocks radio group. Springfield's classic rock. Uh, listen, here we are. It is day two for the Mayflower Marathon. You know what the total is right now, Steve? Uh, six bucks. <clears throat> no, actually, it's uh, it's better than that. It's sixty four thousand three hundred eighty five dollars and fifty seven cents. So we can go home now, right? No, 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 no. Because it's kind of chilly out. There. It's not as chilly as yesterday, but it's, it's, uh, it's still chilly. It's like a it's like a beach day compared to yesterday. I could sit around all day in this kind of weather. What kind of beach are you going to? It's a awful beach. Yeah, but nevertheless, so sixty four thousand. Uh, $64,000 in cash and uh, and food for the open pantry. We have filled truck number one. We're going to start working on truck number two today. We're not even halfway through. We're already up to $64,000. Damn. You, and if you want to donate online, you can. Go to rock102.com and uh, go to the link that says donate to the Mayflower Marathon and boom, you're there. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Yes, you it is. You can do that. You can uh, donate. You can tithe. We were doing tithing yesterday. You can do yes. 10% of your income. We're going to get to this broadcast uh, right away. It's Bax and Nagel with the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield on Rock 102. Ew. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As you know, the World Cup of Soccer is going on this week, and if you're like me, this is the most exciting sporting event there is. You have guys kicking balls to other guys, you have those guys kicking balls to other guys, and you have to 90 minutes of back and forth, what you have left are a lot of kicks and a lot of balls. And yet, the entire planet goes crazy for this sort of thing. But do us Americans go crazy? We're happy to sit in a freezing cold uh, field with a thermos full of schnapps to watch our 10-year-old play U10 League uh, soccer in the fields next to American Saw, but take the day out of work to watch the Americans play the national team from Wales? Yes, I think I'm all set. Yesterday, Team USA blew a commanding one nothing lead and allowed the guys from Wales to score after a penalty kick, which I hardly even understand. I mean, I understand the rules of the game as it relates to when my daughters used to play when they were nine, but when it comes to adults playing the game, I find myself not nearly as obsessed with winning or having my kid get the ball. What I do find is that when the team plays to a 1-1 tie at international competition, I'm far less wrapped up in the outcome if it means I don't have to promise the players I'm buying soft serve after the game. Team USA plays to a 1-1 tie with Wales. There's no schnapps in a thermos. There's no soft serve. There's no outdoor folding chair in a bag for me to carry back to the car. Now, what happens next for Team USA? According to the schedule, it says here they'll be playing a much better team from England on Friday, followed by a game next Tuesday against Iran, which, as you know, uh, that country has been, uh, and, and America, have long gotten along perfectly as friends for years. Call me crazy, but I don't expect to be going for soft serve after that game either. I might go for a little more schnapps or fireball, but I think the promise of soft serve or a trip to friendlies might be put on hold because in both of those games, there will be a lot of kicking and the balls will probably be ours. But hey, enough of my yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Get an Uni Wood Fire Pizza oven to Rocky's for only $320. Save $80. Get a Weber Genesis Grill for $600. You're saving $180. 
Rocky Sales Flyer, loaded with great deals. Get Rocky Sales Flyer online or pick up a copy at your local store. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. It's uh, 610 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102 with the Mayflower Marathon. It's, uh, I didn't even pull the weather up yet. That's how, it's a, you just, it's, 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 a, it's, it's chilly, but it's not as chilly as it was yesterday. Oh, no. Yesterday was crazy. Today is actually uh, going to be a pretty nice day. Not too shabby. Uh, looking at sunny skies with a high of 45. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 47. It's uh, 36 right now in downtown Springfield. I uh, want to remind everybody, if you want to go to a Wednesday night's uh, Springfield Thunderbirds hockey game, we have tickets uh, here. we got loads of tickets. If you want to get uh, tickets to that game, all yep. you got to do is stop by. They're absolutely free. And uh, you know, drop off a donation for the open pantry and say, I would like my Thunderbird tickets, please, and you'll get a pair. For uh, Mayflower Marathon night. While supplies last. So sure. You need to get down here and ask for them, and then we will give them to you. And like I said, we, we do have quite a few, mm-hmm. but yes, it is while supplies last. Um, I was uh, I mentioned something during the overnights uh, about people walking out of here, or walking out of the parking garage. It's like you, you, you see them go, we're going to see them going to work in like an hour. <laughs> And then the same people yeah. at like 5 p.m. were walking back. It's like, oh, this is what 9 to 5 life looks like. I, uh, I, I, uh, we stayed in the hotel last night yeah. uh, to catch a, a brief uh, amount of shut-eye. And uh, as I'm walking down here, like around uh, you know, 5 o'clock in the morning, quite a few people still at the, uh, still at the oh, yeah, slot playing, machines. Playing craps and all kinds of they're, good stuff. They're all there. And I don't know if they just got here. Or if they've been here all night waiting to hit. I don't know. I kind of wondered that, too. Yeah. Because I, uh, there was one lady in there, and I'm like, hmm, have you... Is this the beginning or the end of your evening? Or is this still kind of like the middle of your day? Or have you been here for three days? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah. kind of hard to tell, but uh, but yet they're here, so the action is going on. So you could always drop off food in, uh, in and parlay... <laughs> parlay a little, a few bucks here and there. It is weird when you're in a casino, like you really can't tell what time it is. There's no, all the lights are the same, you know, it's the same uh, level, you know, like the lights are always on. It's never, it doesn't like go dim during the day, like it's the same look all day long. I think when security leaves, when they're no longer checking you know, your ID to get in yeah. to the 21 or over uh, casino, yeah. I think at that point you can... You can pretty much be confident that it's later than you think. It's much later. Yeah, it's, it's not the middle of the day. Yeah. It's not the middle of the night. It's early morning. It's not a little kid going in there trying to trying to uh, put <laughs> put money down on the roulette table. No, it is absolutely not. Mm. So, you know, uh, we had a discussion with Cohen a couple of weeks ago about the fact yeah. that you and I both use a CPAP machine. Yes. Because of uh, sleep apnea. Which yeah, I'll, which is one of the sexiest things you can bring into a bedroom. By oh, the way. you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just, uh, what what woman could deny that <sighs> advance? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, so yesterday as I'm as I'm uh, leaving the house, I'm packing my CPAP up, getting ready to go. Kind of feeling like I'm a little bit in a rush, trying yeah. to get out of the house. And uh, so last night, <clears throat> I uh, I get to my room 
and I'm putting my uh, my CPAP together. Turns out I forgot uh, the power cord that makes it operable. So, uh, well, that's I, no good. No, it actually yeah. renders it useless. Basically, just a yeah. bunch of plastic in a water chamber, and that's it. So I text my wife and I say, "Hey, you're not going to believe this, but I forgot the power cord to my CPAP machine." Yeah. And she says, "Do you want me to bring it to you?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, no. You don't. You don't have to do that. I'll, I'll just try to sleep the night away uh, and run the risk of a stroke or heart attack. But yeah. you, you don't have to go out of your way." Right. Right. So she says, "No, you'll be miserable if I don't uh, if I don't drop it off." So she, out of the kindness of her heart, uh, comes all the way from Hamden yeah. to downtown Springfield, and uh, and drops it off. Now I can't say she was particularly happy to do this. Yeah. And I can't blame her for that because uh, it was a stupid thing to do. And I said, well, you know, I, you know, I, I kind of threw you under the bus. I don't want you to take this personally because I said, well, you know, Steve yeah. uh, forgot his completely. At least yeah. I brought most of the CPAP. Steve didn't bring any of the CPAP. See, okay, but I forgot mine. Yeah. But knew that my family was going to come down and visit me. So I just said, hey, bring that with you while you come down. <laughs> See? But I'm not trying to throw you under the yeah. bus. I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know, by comparison, say I'm not the only idiot staying at MGM Springfield tonight. There's also Steve, who is equally as stupid as I am. Let me tell you something, Bex. You can't throw a Mack truck under a bus, okay? <laughs> you can tread on me all day long. Yeah, okay, you well, know that's what? good to know. You're going to be the loser at the end of the day. Oh, I know that. I, I know that. But then I got a text this morning. She's uh She's checking to see if uh, you know how I'm doing and how I slept, and then she she sends these pictures of us. You got this in the mail to, uh, yesterday. Yeah, one is for uh, Glen Meadow uh, Assisted Living, <laughs> and the the other one is for uh, East Village Place. Effective communication strategies for Alzheimer's and dementia. <laughs> and she says, I think they know something. Uh, yeah, they probably do. <laughs> yeah, they 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 might be right on the screws on do, that one. Do they have your Apple Watch uh, history? <laughs> It doesn't. It doesn't test for that. It doesn't. Yeah, but it doesn't. They, they don't. You don't send those results off to, uh, to no. AARP. See, or... what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, this means more mail. Yeah. They, no, they only get. They only get that information if you agree to spend sixteen dollars on their annual shakedown. But you get a free tote bag, and that's pretty nice. You know what? You're lucky. God bless your wife for coming down here and giving you something that uh, you should have taken with you to begin with. I don't understand how I didn't take it. I mean, I've traveled with the thing a bunch of times, and you know, there's compartments in the yeah. in the bag for all that stuff. And I'm thinking, well, how did I forget this? You, I've never forgotten a part forgot, of this. You forgot to open that compartment. That compartment wasn't open. That it hel holds the the cord. Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah. I guess. And I, for whatever reason, I forgot it. So. Maybe these assisted living centers are onto something. Maybe they're, maybe they're, they do know something I don't they know. They do. What a what a what a pain in the ass. Anyway, yeah, she's now asking, "Did you talk about it?" I'm talking about it right now, dear. Right now, I, she's like, she's your backbone. She writes all your jokes too, doesn't she? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes she yeah. does. I bet you she writes that view from the couch every day. She is uh, she is the funniest person in the house. I I heard you. I overheard you saying, "Hey, can you send me the script for that couch?" <laughs> <laughs> like. You know more about soccer than I. Yeah, you know all about the, the house. Yeah, you do all the World Cup stuff. Yeah, you're the you're the jock in this yeah. in this uh, relationship. Right. Well, good yeah, for you. Yeah, good good for me. Thank thank goodness uh, she did that. 
Well, hey, uh, this is the deal. We're down at MGM outside of the South End Market. And what you do is you enter through East Columbus Avenue, like just like you're going gambling at the casino. But go past the parking garage entrance, unless you're going to stay. Then you can park in the parking garage. Right. But then come on down MGM Way to the uh, ye old road that they have here. It's made of gravel and <laughs> cobblestones, cobblestones and right. things like that. And then you can come between the, the trucks. It looks like you can't go through, but you can. So just come on down to MGM Way. And uh, you can drop off your donations there. Also, uh, Thunderbirds tickets, we mentioned that earlier. There are still plenty available. Mm -hmm. So come on down. You drop off your donations. Say, hey, I'd like some of those Thunderbirds tickets. Something to keep in mind, though, because uh, some people were trying to do it yesterday, and, and it is blocked off to traffic. You cannot come into MGM Way from State Street. That that has now been restricted to, mm -hmm. to you know one way. So if you're coming down MGM Way from East Columbus Avenue, you exit from to, uh, to State Street, but you can't get in from State Street. A lot of people confused about that. And you know what? You don't have to turn around uh, on the first part of MGM Way. You're right. You can get through the truck. There's a bunch of people trying to back up their trucks and cars in you know front what? of our trucks. You don't need to do that. I blame signage. We need more signage out there going, hey, this way all the way through for uh, marathon donations. Well, you know, I mean, it's a new location, so there's going to be some... some you know, bumps and some growing pains. We're going to figure this out. If we don't figure it out in the next uh, day or so, that's the stuff we'll figure out for next year. We had a plan, Bax. We had a six-point plan to do I this. Know. And the signs are not outside. But, you know, not everything in the six-point plan uh, uh, was, I mean, it really should have been like a 10-point plan or a 12-point plan. Because the first six things were mostly nonsense. Yeah. I, I would describe them more as a six-nub <laughs> plan. There's no, really nothing pointy about really it. Nothing, it's just yeah. nubs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were wor yeah. worn-off stumps. We're on nub number three right now. <laughs> Again, if you can't come down here, you can also go online, rock102.com, and donate through PayPal. It's Bax and Nagel at the Mayflower Marathon of Rock 102. Cheryl's cat. No. Now, let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. It's 628 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. I wonder why I chose that one for the bit. I've been working on the railroad. <laughs> well, I don't know why. I think because we needed new stuff to put together. And I'm like, well, all right, I'll just throw these together. You know. <laughs> I'm so glad you yeah. were so diligent in doing that. That's well, uh, well, uh, well placed. Well, I mean, it, it sounds chippy and happy, like. Do do do. We're just well, collecting food. I uh, we were just talking off the air about uh, you know years past because you know yeah. we've been doing this for an awful long period of time. This yeah. is my twenty eighth. This is your eighteenth or nineteenth. Eighteenth, yeah. 18th, yeah. And uh, you know, there once was a time when you know we would get very, very thirsty say like on a tuesday night or a monday night yeah i gotta hydrate you gotta yeah. hydrate and uh you know we would maybe send you to a, a very uh, dangerous part of town to a liquor store well I, that's one of my favorite stories by the way yeah the, uh, i don't know how long ago that was it was either 2012 <laughs> or 2013 and uh, I had uh, given someone a ride home that had been working here. Yeah. And uh, she only lived, you know, not too far from here. And uh, I, I said, I'll, I'll give you a ride home if you want. And uh, so I did. And I said, by the way, is there a liquor store around here anywhere? And she goes, 
Uh, yeah, just go down this way and then this way, and then you'll be at uh, Frank's Package Store. And I'm like, oh, Frank's Package Store, okay. And as I'm driving to Frank's Package Store, I go, where have I heard the name Frank's Package Store well, before? Well, they, they must have a, like, a, like, a, like a mailing piece or a flyer. No, as I drive up to it, I realize, oh, because it's always preceded by and later died outside of Frank's <laughs> Package Store. And it was one of those liquor stores. It's still, I'm sure it's still there. Yeah. Uh, it was one of those liquor stores that nothing was available for you to bring to any counter. It was like going into a bank vault, and they were all behind bulletproof glass asking you what you wanted. And they would get it for you. And it was like that the old library shelves with the <laughs> rolling ladder in the back, and the guy would move the ladder. Oh, you want Jack Daniels? Okay, move it over to the Jack Daniels aisle, crawl up on the ladder, and then they hand it through you. Hand it to you through a bank drawer. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, this is some pretty expensive yeah. booze. Yeah, but then and I'd bring it back here, and then we'd get crocked. And, oh yeah, you know, My, but yeah, it. but yeah, like I said, you had to hydrate, and uh, we were just saying, you know, isn't it great that we're not doing that anymore? Because I would feel like I was a crunched up paper bag by the end of the by the end of the, the night of the following morning. Yeah, because somebody makes uh, lethal potions for cocktails. You know... Um, lethal. Yes. I make strong drinks. Strong? Yes. It was like gasoline-powered. Well, listen, uh, you, t you take the vodka, you throw it, you, you fill it all the way up to the top, and maybe a splash of Sprite for color. <laughs> you know? <laughs> for color. Yeah. and uh, It is a colorless liquid. You yeah, didn't realize that, right? Yeah. And, and this is the way, this is the way, let me tell you, I, I've, I've been studying this alcoholism thing for years. <laughs> this is the way you tell people, I only had two. Yeah. Two giant drinks that contained probably eight drinks in each one. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't do that here no. anymore. You know what? All we want to do is like, oh, man, I just need to go take a nap. That's or, it. Or get some sleep for a uh, few hours. We're at the point in our yeah. lives where I wish the bathroom were just a little bit closer. Yeah. That's about it. We're not cool frat boys anymore. No, we're just old, mm. old, broken down men. Oh, my God. Look at the time. It's 632. News is next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first on Rock 102. It's uh, 6.35. Oh. Back to Nagel and Rock 102. We're late, man. Yeah, it's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Banks, Westfield Police Captain Stephen... Oh, oh what, what, what? <laughs> Out of nowhere. Look at that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Westfield Police Captain Stephen Dickinson has confirmed that uh, missing 32-year-old Robert Tassini has been found dead. Uh, Westfield Police posted on Facebook around 12.15 p.m. yesterday that Robert had been located. They were not releasing any other uh, information. Uh, the Hamden DA's office is expected to release more information about this today. That's too bad. A uh, Holyoke man who is part of the CJNG. What is that? The Cartel Jalisco Nueva Generation. Oh, okay. Uh, pleaded guilty to drug trafficking charges involving fentanyl. Oh, I, th I thought that was a youth group. You know, if you're going to be part of, like, an organized crime thing, mm -hmm. that's a little, you know, why can't you make it, uh, like, drugs? 
D-R-U-G-S. That would be good. You know, At least people know what you're into. But the C-J-N-G, I would be screwing that up all the time. You mean C-N-J-G. No, no, no. C-J-N-G. Is this to make them sound like a legitimate uh, business? Yeah, I guess so. They have, like, you know, business cards and everything. Well, that's, that's your stock. Uh, well, they're selling their horrible poison on the street. That's your stock symbol, C-J-N-G. <laughs> anyway, Jose Rivera Rodriguez, a a.k.a. Bori. Uh, pleaded guilty to conspiracy to distribute uh, 400 grams or more of fentanyl, two counts of distribution of 40 grams or more of fentanyl, and distribution of 400 grams or more of fentanyl. Uh, Rodriguez was recorded giving $35,000 to a cooperating witness and used code indicating uh, that the money was intended for the CJNG cartel. You know, uh, I'm so glad you said fentanyl because you know how Barry gets when you say fentanyl. Oh, yes, that's yeah. right. Uh, Rodriguez was recorded distributing over 750 grams of fentanyl to the same cooperating witness. Oh, man, Barry's going to come down here and just pop you right in the, in he's the gonna, suck. You he's know that? start busting heads down here. Uh, the following was seized back in April 21 from Rodriguez's residence. 300 grams of fentanyl. Oh, my God. Barry's going out of his mind. An AR-15 assault rifle. Uh, five semi-automatic pistols, including handguns capable of carrying large caliber ammunition and fitted with a laser sight. Ooh, those are fancy guns you got. A bulletproof vest, a hat with an insignia. Oh, a police hat with oh, an insignia. Oh, I, I thought, I didn't realize it's that like, just hats with insignias were illegal. It's like, we are, we're all wearing them. <laughs> uh, packaging materials, cell phones, a money counter, and $1,900 in cash. It just seems like uh, a low amount of cash to have on you when you get busted for all this other stuff. Well, they're probably operating in uh, in Bitcoin and Venmo. Oh, or uh, what is it, FTX? Yeah, from, uh, yeah not, not this week. Well, uh, at, at the height, you know, the sure. April of 2021 when this guy was caught. Maybe I mean, that's the thing that tore them down. Think about that. It could have very well be. It could very well be. Uh, I am you, Tom Brady. I like uh, I, I like this story I was reading this morning. Eversource recently announced expected service rate increases, which means your electric bill will will be higher heading into the winter months, right? Yeah. Eversource has said that if approved by the Department of Public Utilities, the basic service rate will jump up to twenty one point eight six cents per hour as of January first. That means customers in Western Mass will likely see an increase in twenty percent in their monthly bills. But thank God Chris McKinnon from Eversource is here to tell you how to save money with the increases. I got to tell you, <laughs> what a bunch of tone-deaf people. Yes, like they are. Hey, listen, uh, just make sure you're turning your lights off around your house when you're not in use. Really? That's going to do it? Now, the story I read is that the people on the eastern part of the state their rates are going to go up almost 40%. And I'm reading that yesterday. I'm like, well, that's the people in the eastern part of the state. I guess we're getting off pretty light. Yeah, well, that's the way they make you think. Why is it more to power people out on the other side of the state than it I is have here? no idea. Is that the same gerbil running the wheel? I would think it's the same electricity that goes to the entire state. But yet, for some reason, they've figured out a way that if there's more people yeah. that have more money over there that they should be jacked up a little bit more. Yeah. So I'm watching the interview with this guy, and he, he goes, 
Oh, you know, there's everything from income eligibility to flexible payment plan programs. I mean, you can start looking at other ways before it starts getting too, too cold. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to kill you, but with compassion. Yeah. I, again. With yeah, they're the, cruel, but fair. The, the tone deafness of, hey, you know what? I know this is going to be hard, but guess what? There's lots of programs out for you people who can't afford it. You know what? The best way to save money, especially for some of you elderly people, is to maybe turn off some of your medical equipment while you sleep. That'll definitely save a couple of uh, a couple of amps. Oh, that'll that'll definitely help. Yeah, I mean, you don't need that that uh, that respirator all day long, do you? <laughs> Only part of the day. Yeah, I you mean, know the part that keeps me alive. You know that machine. You know the machine that that's constantly like uh, you know cleaning your kidneys every day during dialysis. Well, you don't need that all the time. Uh, Not if it saves you just a few bucks a month. That's right. Uh, the person killed after an SUV crashed through an Apple store in Hingham was a, quote, professional who was on site supporting recent construction at the store, Apple said in the statement. Can I ask this uh, uh, before you go on? Yeah. Did he have an appointment with Genius? No, he didn't. Uh, you can't just drive right in there. That's, that's the, you need the appointment. And if you're late for the appointment, that's when you, that's when you expect they have drive-up service. Right through the front. A dark-colored SUV injured 17 people and killed uh, one person on uh, inside. And wait a minute. This is from Mass Live, so I'm just reading this. A dark-colored SUV injured 17 people and killed on person inside and outside of the storefront. Don't they mean one person? Yes, but both inside and outside? Well, maybe they hit him on the outside and pushed him, him on the inside. the inside. That could have been. About 1045 yesterday morning. Plymouth County District Attorney Tim Cruz stated the vehicle traveled all the way from the front of the store through to the back, pinning people against the wall. Oh, my God. The outlet said that the uh, the name of the individual who was killed has not been released. Uh, we are devastated by the shocking events of Apple Derby Street today and the tragic loss of a professional who was on site supporting recent construction at the store. And they go on to offer their condolences. South Shore Hospital's chair of uh, emergency medicine, Dr. Jason Tracy, said the hospital had to call in additional surgeons and support staff to treat the 17 people who were Jesus. injured in the crash. But that the hospital was well staffed and able to handle the amount of patients uh, given the time of day and staff on hand. Well, they all had Apple watches on. They could just get their stats right off their hands. Yeah, you're probably right about that. <laughs> Jesus. Man, what a scene that must have been. And a guy in a genius bar. Uh, that's the guy you don't want to giving you uh, vehicle repair advice. No, but if but if you have like a broken laptop or an iPad, he's, yeah. he's your guy. I'm sorry, sir. We're going to have to send this out. <laughs> this goes to the... In Cupertino, this goes to Cupertino <laughs> today. But I, but I can't. I always worry about that in the back of my head. Like I'll be standing in some store, and a car is just. I've seen too many videos of this happening. Happened in Springfield yesterday. A car went through a building. Yeah, and then uh, you know this this thing goes through all all the way through the the store. I just I can't even imagine that. Just but other people around you and. That's crazy. Limbs flying everywhere. Yeah, oh, God. But, hey, at least we're doing uh, good good God's work down here yeah. at the Mayflower Marathon. Make sure you come down and uh, drop off your donations. But thank God there's ever a source yeah. to show you a little compassion in life. Well, and just 30 days before Christmas. <laughs> 
your uh, the weather. This is what I got to give you right now. It's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of forty seven. Tomorrow mostly sunny with a high of forty nine. It's twenty seven in downtown Springfield at MGM. We are outside the South End Market. Just come on down through East Columbus Avenue up MGM Way. Drop off your donations to support the open pantry, and we're going to be here until ten a.m. tomorrow. So come on down and uh, and join us. It's Bax and Nagel at the Mayflower Marathon on Rock 102. Aw, yeah. Foot. Now, let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. Oh, boy. Well, at least it's uh, it's not as cold as it was yesterday, which is right. And by the way, Eversource, hey, Eversource dropped off more <sighs> donut dip. Oh, did they? Yeah, we were just forty percent more. We, we, yeah, forty percent more. The actually, it is forty percent more because there's two <laughs> apple fritters that came along with that. Apple fritters came apple with the two fritters. <sighs> yeah, that that spokesperson for Eversource came by and said, "Here, you can save money on your bill." <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If yeah. Eversource were dropping off donut dip every day, yeah. I'd almost be willing to pay extra on my bill. Oh, I would have no problem paying those high rate increases that they have there. Man, I ran a 50-yard dash. I told you, you didn't have to rush back. I could I could do this all by myself. No, I know, I understand that. I've been carrying you for years. Oh, listen to you. <laughs> listen to you and your big giant ball of why do, crap. Why do you think I go work out every week to get those squats in to carry backs through the rest of the Mayflower Marathon? Oh, my God. That's listen, what it is. Can you, you know... You've had this position yeah. for just a few months, and listen to that big fat bloated <sighs> ego of yours. God, I've been a I've been a marriage mediator for the last eighteen <laughs> years. <laughs> it's and, time to become the defense of the divorce yeah, lawyer. Yeah. yeah, and now that you and I are finally seeing each other yeah. after all this time, look right. what happened. Right, you turn on me like a like like a like a you flipped on me like a cheese omelet. Hey, I do what I got to do. So, uh, Tom Cotter coming up. After Tom, seven? Tom Cotter is coming up after 7. I just texted him to make sure we have the right number for him. Good. And I'll uh, make sure that gets to the right people. Perfect. And then uh, Bob Marley coming up after 8 o'clock. Fantastic. And later on this afternoon, Carl Palmer from Emerson Lake and Palmer. That's wicked cool. Wouldn't it be weird if Carl Palmer was from Palmer? Yeah, but because he's got that British accent, which yeah. you'll never find in Palmer. Well, you'll find accents in Palmer. You just won't find <laughs> British accents. <laughs> most, most of those are speech impediments. Though. I, I'm from Three Rivers. Oh. Hello, my good man. I'm good, from Bondsville. <laughs> chop, chop, and pip, pip. <laughs> But uh, come on down. We have uh, we have Thunderbirds tickets still available. If you want to drop off a donation and ask for those Thunderbirds tickets for the Wednesday night game for the yep. Mayflower Marathon night at the Thunderdome. It's going to be a blast that night. I mean, the, it, everything is going to be you know kind of focused on the Mayflower Marathon, the 50-50 raffle, those cornhole boards autographed by uh, one by the, the the Thunderbirds and one by you and I. That looks pretty awesome. They really do look pretty cool. And also uh, the Chuck-a-Puck and we're also raffling off these fantastic uh, game jerseys, Bax and Nago game jerseys. They look really, really cool. We wore those the other night. I know. At the game on Saturday. I'm almost a, it's like you have to wear it for five minutes, and then you got to give it away. I feel bad because I kind of want to keep it. Yeah. Don't they, ooh, I got a little feedback in here. Yeah, you do. Oh, hey, how about little, that? It's a little noisy out there. Yeah. How uh, how is the the weather out there? Are you a little uh, chilled out there? It's I, it's chilly, but it's again, it's not as bad. As, well, you didn't hear me the first time because you were hobbling back from the bathroom. 
it's not as chilly as it was yesterday. Yesterday was a little bit uh, like like a frosty, like I was, I was shivering a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I'm in the RV right now. Yeah, and uh, it's just toasty. It's nice warm. and toasty oh, in there, isn't I, it? I'm actually getting a little too warm. Yeah, in here. It's, uh, it's too bad that not all of you outside can join me in this thing. That was actually the reason I left, because I knew you were removing articles of clothing, and I didn't want to be around any longer Dude, than I had to. Yeah, I, I don't normally run to yeah. anything unless I'm chased, but uh, I ran to the bathroom and then ran back because I didn't want to miss a moment of the Mayflower Marathon. And, and I think, in hindsight, uh, I think anyone who's listened to my participation in this particular break yeah. uh, can thank me later. Did you ran ran so far away? I couldn't get away. I, that's that's the end of the song. I yeah, that's, I mean, that's the, yeah. Or the end of the, the lyric anyone verse, really yeah. knows. It's uh, Bax and Nagel at the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield, right in front of the South End Market at Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, if you would indulge me for just a moment, I'd like to direct... Uh, directly address the many unfortunate-minded New York Yankee fans out there who spent the last 15 hours being given the impression that home run king and American League MVP Aaron Judge is about to walk out the door and leave you. This comes after reports were released yesterday showing uh, Judge arriving at the San Francisco airport allegedly to meet the San Francisco Giants, the results of which have caused Yankee fans to lose their ever-loving minds to the prospect of Aaron Judge walking out the door and playing for somebody other than the New York Yankees. Interesting how difficult it must be for Yankee fans to see a beloved power hitter potentially leave for another team. If only Red Sox fans could relate to something like that, having a beloved player find themselves in a pinstripe uniform of a hated rival. I mean, other than Babe Ruth or Roger Clemens or Wade Boggs or Johnny Damon or Sparky Lyle or Louis Tiant or Kevin Euclid or Jacoby Ellsbury, who all found themselves eventually playing for another team like the Yankees, for example. Yes, these must be very uncomfortable times for you people. I can't imagine seeing one of your favorite players leave and never come back again. Of course, Aaron Judge was intentionally vague and evasive when asked if he would be talking to the San Francisco Giants about a free agent contract next Tuesday. On the other hand, the reporters who were waiting for him at the airport seemed to ignore the fact that Aaron Judge has family in San Francisco and that it's also the busiest travel weekend of the year, just days before Thanksgiving. Clearly, something else must be happening because why else would he have taken the plane to San Francisco? He's from Sacramento, 88 miles away. Obviously, he's looking to leave you. It's not cheap to fly these days, and with Aaron Judge being a free agent, this is clearly the work of some backdoor negotiations, which says to me, he's already out the door. I hope you Yankee fans are ready for it, because it's likely to be the biggest disappointment of your young lives. I sure hope you can handle it, because you'll get no sympathy from me. But hey, and of my yappings, force brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Santa's in town Sunday. Santa's going to be at the Liberty Street Rocky Sunday from 10 to 2. Get Rocky's sales flyer and a Sharpie and get comfy on Santa's lap. Just circle the items you want, the air and snow thrower, the Weber grill, the DeWalt impact driver, whatever you want exactly, you'll be able to get from Rocky's. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock one Let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. You might want to turn your microphone on there. Yeah, that, uh, there you go. That's much better. 
It's uh, 7.09 with Bax and Nagel at the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield, right in front of the, uh, the South End Marketplace. That's right. $64,000 is what we raised so far. Truck full, number one, is completely full. We'll be working on number two very shortly. We'll have another uh, total for you probably sometime after 8 o'clock. We still got plenty of Thunderbirds tickets for Wednesday night's game. You want to come on and drop your donation off, we give you a pair of tickets to the Thunderbirds game for Mayflower Marathon night. Yeah, so come on down. Not only those uh, game jerseys are going to be auctioned off, but those uh, cornhole boards from Rick's Handcrafted Cornhole. Yeah. Uh, he's also throwing in cup holders and a scoring tower. I don't know if you saw those. Yeah, I saw that. Actually, yeah. very cool. So you can, uh, you can uh, keep your track of your score and drink yourself into a coma. Speaking of cornholes, <laughs> the king of cornhole himself, yeah. comedian Tom Cotter. How are you, Tom? Wow, that's an introduction. Love it. Well, Good morning, it's only gentlemen. for you. How you doing? Thank you. You you uh, must have had worse introductions than that. Also. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> say that again. Say that again. I, I was going to say you must that, have had uh, worse. My cornhole is custom, also. Oh, you have, you have a sure custom cornhole. Hey, by the way, uh, thanks for the three-way with you and your wife. Yeah, and each time we can do that. We do that with a lot of people. Oh, you mean on the air? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. On, on the text messaging, I had my uh, my first couple three-way uh, with you and your, yeah. your beautiful wife. And uh, you know what? Very her hot, and I talked. It? Her and I talked, and then you came in later to finish. <laughs> I'm a closer, buddy. I close it out. Yeah, you are. That's it. It's the Cotter cuckold over there. That's what's going on at the Cotter house. <laughs> You'll always be the opener. Anyway, yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> happy Thanksgiving, gentlemen. What, is this the 28th year? What year is this of Mayflower Marathon? So this is my 28th year, um, but it's the, the tw it's technically the 29th Mayflower Marathon. Yeah. It's only my 18th. I'm very, the main guy. Very, very impressive. Good for you. Uh, despite popular belief, you will go to heaven. Uh, I'm amazed. Uh, I love this time of year. I don't love Thanksgiving, even though my nickname is Butterballs. They're unrelated. Um, I do love the holiday. Last, last Thanksgiving, very awkward. I didn't like it. My sister got up and announced that she found a lump uh, in the mashed potatoes. And then my other sister stabbed her with a potato peeler. And you can't get more Irish than that. It's pretty no, it's, uh, it's sad. It. <laughs> and the last uh, last time we got together, we haven't been, my family doesn't get together much. Uh, last time was uh, my niece's third intervention. So it's been a while since we've seen each other. And my other brother called me the black sheep of the family, which sounds racist. I mean, it makes sense. I have the largest penis, but it's still, it's, it sounds racist to me. So I just don't like to see them as a group, and I have to this week, and I'm very un uncomfortable about it. You know what's funny? Uh, your family gets together for interventions, and my family only gets together when someone dies. <laughs> like, we'll see you at the next one. <laughs> Anytime you can gather, that's wonderful. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Well, does your family say, uh, I'll see you at the next intervention? <laughs> Since uh, one of us is going down. No. Yeah, death is inevitable. We're all going to get together. My uh, my grandmother passed away recently, and she wanted to be buried with the things she loved most, and her cat was not happy with that distinction. So that was very <laughs> awkward, hearing it try to gnaw its way out during the wake. Very sad. <laughs> I was a pallbearer at that funeral. My, uh, my, my father wore his military uniform. My uncle wore his uh, police uniform, so I, of course, wore my Taco Bell uniform. And we looked like the village people. It was a lot of fun. 
Hey, before I forget, can I tell your audience that uh, I'm going to be at Comics Mohegan Sun February 23rd through 25th as part of the Fire Hazard Tour. And I call it the Fire Hazard Tour because if people don't show up, they get fired. So please show up. <laughs> no, you know, you're not allowed to say any of that. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to okay. promote your I show. I plug you, myself. You're just here to be our monkey in the morning uh, for this annual thing that we do. And then when you when you start to talk about your shows, we cut the line. <laughs> Okay. All right. That's the last. Oh, let me just say, I'm having some good shows. I I got a standing ovation the other night at a quadriplegic convention, and I don't know any comics. There. I think it's just me and Jesus that can do that. Uh, so, I also worked at a senior citizen center the other night, and I don't want to brag, but by the end of the show, I am pretty sure everybody peed their pants. There was not a dry <laughs> in the house. So, I'm not bragging. I don't brag. It's no, just no. A humble brag. <laughs> But that's the mark of a great show. Yeah. People say that. They come up to me and they go, I almost peed my pants. Like, that's a compliment. I'm like, you have a bladder control problem. That's, that's disgusting. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Yeah, why are you telling me about People your medical funny, issues? Yeah, I don't need to hear that crap. People say the weirdest things after shows. It's very awkward. They always say you were taller on television, which is the most passive-aggressive heckle. Just shut up. I don't want to hear that. You're basically saying I'm a dwarf. Uh, whatever. <laughs> you're you're, you're, the, you're uh, the Keebler elf of comedy. Yes. Uh, my sons are at uh, University of Rhode Island. I want to mention them because they're listening. My son, uh, Cameron, is a, a, we're very proud. He's an RA, raging alcoholic. And my, my son, <laughs> Harry, is taking uh, calculus, which apparently is code for Molly. So we're excited about that. And they say that their freshman year was a blur, and they attribute that to the pepper spray and the mushrooms. So we're very happy that they're doing so well at college. Every night they hit the library. That's what they named their bong, the library. So very proud of that. They're following in dad's footsteps. It's less about the science course and the math course than it is about the intercourse, apparently. And I'm paying for it. So what are you, you going to do? Yeah, isn't that nice? You and your wife tour the country to raise money to send your boys off to good schools. And all they do is just drink booze and uh, smoke weed and put whatever up their nose. <laughs> that's what families well, have been know, doing for generations. Really, that's, what, that's all I did. <laughs> and your your kid we probably goes. The money. We, you know our our retirement was with the FDX uh, plan, and so that's not looking real good right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, I would think that. Uh, I mean, your your dad was a was a brain surgeon. That you must have been. Uh, you must have been like like a, a very proud offspring in your family. Not at all. No, my dad. You know, as you know, my dad was a veteran of World War II, and um, I don't know. I served two years for bank fraud. I was never really in the military. Um, I was I was at the army for a while, but it was the Salvation Army, and I was dishonorably discharged. And then I was with the Navy for a little while, but it was the old Navy. I folded sweaters at the mall. And my brother is a retired colonel, so who do you think was the favorite kid anyway? And my brother always says, you've never seen combat. And I'm like, excuse me, I've been married 21 years. I am very familiar with combat, close combat. And I did kill two terrorists last week on my Xbox. I think that counts for something. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're Call of Duty, dude. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's a bowel movement thing. There's a joke uh. in there. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> well, listen, it's it's a a great I to have... Had to buy the new Call of... Go ahead, buddy. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. What are you going to say? I was going to say I just bought Call of Duty for my son, 75 bucks to download that. 
different than you know when we we had we had video games that were much more antique and stupong and those other things. They are now a Grand Theft Auto, which simulates stealing a car, fleeing the police, and running over pedestrians. When we were kids, if you wanted that thrill, you had to get up off your fat rear end and go steal a car and run over pedestrians and yeah. flee the police. And we had Ms. Pac-Man, which was kind of hot because she swallowed, but it was different. I don't like video <laughs> games today. Comedian Tom Cotter. Hey, listen, have a great uh, Thanksgiving with your family. Uh, we appreciate you joining us again for another Mayflower Marathon. It's always an honor, and congrats, guys. This is quite an achievement. Really impressive. You're almost 30 years into this, so well done. You're going to heaven. Thank All you right, very much. We appreciate much. it, man. Thank appreciate you. it. Again, and what date is is, uh, is your show? Uh, last weekend of February, 23rd through the 25th. Show up at the oh, I'm level. sorry. We're all out of time. <laughs> 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 That's what my wife says. Go. No, last weekend of February at Comics, not at Mohegan Sun. Right? Very good. Comedian yeah. Tom Cotter, good to talk Thank to you. you. <laughs> Back to Nagel at the Mayflower Marathon of Rock 102. G now, let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. It's 724 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102 Marathon at MGM Springfield. Going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 47. It's 27 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, we've had some, uh, we've had some amazing sponsorship this year. A lot of, uh, you know, when, uh, when everything kind of uh, blew up back in August and we were looking for new places, a lot of people wanted to, to get involved and uh, a lot of people wanted to come back and, uh, and renew their relationship with this event. And uh, among them is uh, Liberty Bank. And with us right now is uh, Jeff Sadler. It's good to see you. Hey, good morning, Bax. Good to see you guys, too. Normally when I see you, it's usually like at the fort or uh, Tony Ravosa is nearby. So well, it's, it's, it's kind of good to see you in the daylight. You know, I, I work two shifts, <laughs> 8 to 5, 5 to 8. Uh, here, here we go. The two good time buddies hanging out at the yes, fort. Right. Uh, hanging out in the camper at 7.30 in the morning. Networking. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that, Steve. The good time, My good time friends at the fort are always ready to support a good cause. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about uh, Liberty Bank and what you guys are doing for us this sure. year. Sure. Well, we're very proud of being a part of uh, Mayflower Marathon, second year in a row. Yep. Uh, Liberty Bank is headquartered in Middletown, but uh, we have uh, over 60 offices in Connecticut, and our loan production office is here in uh, East Long Meadow. We're looking at moving downtown, going to expand, and I'll have our we'll have our first retail branch in East Long Meadow come early spring, give or take. Oh, cool. And okay. continue to grow in Western Mass. Where, where, where in East Long Meadow is that going? It's uh, We're right now on uh, 94 Shaker Road. Uh, uh, it's, the oh. old, uh, it's another bank that uh, had closed up and merged, so what we it, took advantage of that space. What does the old bank rhyme with? Um, Irkshire. Uh, no, it, it rhymes with Ank. Oh, yeah. Ank. Yeah. Ank. <laughs> to be named at a later time. All right, All right. fine. Uh, I was trying fine. to get it out of you, but I don't yeah. know. No, yeah. Maybe off the air he'll do yeah, it. But it's not. all good, but we're, we're happy there, and we're, we're yeah. doing our job and cool. growing in the market, and, uh, you know, we're... Very, uh, very committed to this market. All of us who are lenders and uh, in cash management, et cetera, all live and work here. Yeah. And uh, you know, our motto is "Be community kind." I mean, we uh, we give back to the community in so many ways. We have uh, we have three title sponsors. Uh, you know, you guys, you know, Gary Rome and uh, Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. You know, you guys have uh, have donated a lot to make uh, to make that happen to be a part of it, and we do appreciate the partnership again. And uh, it's it's great to have you guys on board. Well, we're we're proud to be associated with those two wonderful companies. Uh, the owners are quality gentlemen. 
Um, our president, Dave Glidden, is from Western Mass, Holyoke, always gives back to the community. We do that in hours and in money, and we're very proud. We, we know what the need is out there. Uh, we have given to a number of non-for-profit organizations throughout the Western Mass community, and we will continue to, uh, along with this wonderful uh, uh, event that I hope everyone comes out, listens to the, you know, what we do and the businesses that, uh, that we support, that you come out and uh, write a check or bring food, but do everything you can uh, because there are people in need, especially uh, in this recession. And we have, uh, you know, we have inflation, we have a recession, and people are hurting. So we've got to get back. Well, I mean, that's that's just the thing. You know, we, we've talked about uh, you know making this all about the open pantry, and uh, we've been saying that from from day one, especially you know when we had to make a change of uh, of venue, and uh, and we really do mean that. You know, the the the, um, the kind of work that they do is an essential service even if you're not one of the people that ever takes advantage of what they offer if you have you understand how essential they are and so when a local business uh steps up to the plate and and makes something like the mayflower marathon work we do appreciate everything that that means and especially from from liberty bank you know you said that, like it, it's the the second year in a row to have you guys back as a title sponsor is fantastic well, well, we'll be back. We're going to be, we're committed to this market. <clears throat> you know, you, you look at what the open pantry does. It's not the person that uh, can't afford food. It's the person that has bills and inflation creeping and they have a family. If we can help them with a, with food, it's a safety net for them to pay their electric bill or their gas bill or or, or be able to buy Christmas presents. So, you know, this is, this is something that... Uh, 40% of the population in our marketplace uh, actually utilizes. I know a yeah. lot about it. Uh, yeah. Western Mass Food Bank is a great supporter of the Open Pantry. We've helped them as well. Uh, there's every community that has a need. Um, so we have to, we have to make, yeah. sure we make sure we know that. I'm glad you said that because, you know, it's your neighbors. These people are the people you work with every day. These are the people that you, you see at your local store when you, when you go in. You know, it's not just for homeless individuals, and which they do they do have services for that. But the open pantry offers uh, offers so many other services, and we, and we really do appreciate yeah. the help to, to make that happen. Ninety two thousand people got fed by the open pantry last year. I mean, you, you think this is a city of one hundred and ninety thousand people? So it's, it's not a, it's not ninety thousand homeless people, right? I mean, yeah. thank goodness we don't have that. But it's but you know, there's ninety thousand people in need. That's an extraordinary number. For a market this size, yeah, absolutely, and that's why you guys are here, and that's why you're committed as well. And uh, you know, every year I hope it gets bigger and better, and uh, we'll we'll remain here, and we will remain being a part of this uh, this wonderful cause. Awesome. So let's, Jeff, let's keep going. Jeff Sadler from uh, Liberty Bank, we appreciate it. Thank you. Have Thank a good you, Thanksgiving. Guys. You bet. Thanks. Thank you. you too. It's seven. Now let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. It's 7.33 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It is time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. There it goes after. There you go. You got to wait for that sounder, the news sounder. You know, uh, Steve, yeah. uh, I was just thinking about, uh, you know, what we've been through over the last few months. Yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of things, a lot of things to, uh, to accommodate, a lot mm -hmm. of changes, uh, a lot of issues. you imagine what it must be like to have, uh, to have so much going on? At your uh, at your physical establishment, that you have to move an event across the street uh, to make it happen. Apparently, uh, that parking lot on the other side of Columbus Avenue is wall to wall vacant spots. Anyway, 
You know, it's funny. We just got a picture sent to us from the Hall of Fame uh, parking lot. There's like two cars there. Yeah. That's it. Two cars. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. why would you want this mess in front of your business pulling people up yeah. there? No, no, we're not supposed to do No? Okay, stop. Stop that. Okay, move on. Oh, Apparently, sorry. we're going to uh, we're going to news now. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> is that what that sounder was for? Well, I guess. I mean, what are you going to do? I thought that was the sounder to sound off on things. That wasn't. That's yeah, what, no. not what that was. Apparently not. I get that. Uh, well, let's uh, let's get to news. I, guess. I mean, we just had you know like a, a bunch of frantic uh, you know managers and you know wailing their arms and what have you. Yeah. So I mean, I guess uh, we could do news. Uh, Westfield uh, police captain uh, Stephen Dickinson has confirmed that uh, the missing 32-year-old Robert Tassini has been found dead. Uh, Westfield police posted on Facebook at about 12:15 yesterday that Robert was located. They were not releasing any additional information. The uh, Hamden DA's office will have more information later today. A Holyoke man who is part of the CJNG, that's the Cartel Jalisco Nueva Generation. Generation. Um, that, why does that sound like the junior achievement of drug cartels? Well, it does kind of sound like that. Does. <laughs> I mean, you, know, yeah. you, you go through our program, yeah. and by the time you turn 21, 22... You could be running your own cartel out of the back of your house. Yeah, you could be CJNG certified in less than two years. You get a free T-shirt and a badge. Is that like the uh, the Sally Struthers thing? You Won't know, she... you help us sell drugs on the street today? No, no. The, when she, when she did the call, it was Devry. Wasn't it Devry that she was a <laughs> I she was a spokesperson so. for as well as yeah. the, the hungry children? I I. Uh, it may have. I don't know. If it was. Was it? The, it may have been Devry. Yeah, that sounds. It, it about was right. some sort of uh, school where you could go to that she was sponsoring. Yes, uh, this is. It's like the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge. You know, she she was running that uh, that fly by night school as well. Uh huh. And she'd be like, in just less than two years, you can get CJNG certified. And then they write it across the street. And that's the Cartel Jalisco Nuevon Generation. <laughs> just. For just the cu the price of a simple cup of coffee, you yeah. too could afford to uh, do drive-by shootings in drug-addled neighborhoods on your own. Josu Rivera Rodriguez, aka Bori. That's Bori's real name. <laughs> we never knew who he was. It's just you know, it's like one of those nicknames that sticks, and all of a sudden, what? Nick, that's your name. That's what you. That's what your parents called you. It's like everybody knows the South End Bridge is the South End Bridge. But if you really know, it's, it's got a name. Julia Buxton Memorial Bridge. Who is Julia Buxton? I don't know, but I hear she's nice. <laughs> she had a bridge named after her. <laughs> she did. Anyway, Rodriguez was recorded giving $35,000 to a cooperating witness and using code indicating that the money was intended for the CJNG cartel. Hey, uh, what's this for? Um, <coughs> CJNG. <coughs> what? CJNG! <coughs> oh, you're indicating by coughing that yeah. this money is for the CJNG. <laughs> oh. Rodriguez was recorded distributing over 750 grams of fentanyl. Oh, Barry is going to pop you right in the suck. To the same cooperating witness. You know, uh, I'm sure there'll be some people say, you know, should you really be uh, cracking wise against a dangerous drug cartel? You know what? For recruiting purposes, I'm sure they're delighted to have us talking about us, yeah, the about them. The recruiting. <laughs> yeah, you know, listen, you know how you know how 
how hard it is to find help these days. Yeah, but see, this is the kind of guy uh, that sh- that goes to work in the recruiting office after he gets out. Yes. Just to show you that anybody can get into the CJNG. <laughs> <laughs> well, CJNG is an equal opportunity employer. I don't even know if I'm saying it right or not. <laughs> Uh, an alleged kidnapping was caught on camera Monday evening in the, bidi- biz- uh, in the middle of a busy intersection near a West Virginia shopping center. A man identified by West Virginia State Police as Danny White Jr. was arrested in relation to the incident. He faces charges of kidnapping and domestic battery. Troopers say the call came in shortly before 6 p.m. about an abduction at the Merritt's Creek Shopping Plaza near the junction of I-64 in the or Barbersville area. The video shot by a woman in traffic shows a young woman being dragged by a man out of a car and thrown into a pickup truck. The victim's family told state troopers they had rescued their daughter from an abusive relationship earlier in the day in Mason County and were returning home when the alleged abuser, White, caught up with them and uh, took the victim. Troopers went to White's home to make the arrest and take the victim back home. He's awaiting uh, arraignment at uh, Western Regional Jail. Imagine that. No, I... Broad daylight. Yeah, I know. Not, I mean, not that there's any good time of the day to kidnap somebody, but... But, you know, people are just as shocked as, like, you know, they, they kidnap somebody in the dark of night or you know, in broad daylight. You know, some people have, a like, a like a time schedule to keep. What was that uh, TV show? Dark of, In the Heat of the Night. The Heat of the Night. Was that uh, Carol, Carol O'Connor? O'Connor? Yeah, yeah that's about right. That. Yeah. Aren't you? Eat it. Somebody's Shut. taking our daughter. <laughs> Shut up, you. Shut up, you, you dingbat. You meathead. <laughs> Sounds like Mayor Dom Dom on this one. Yeah, well, that's right. It's just like one, it's like one or two scales back from Mayor Dom Dom. Hey, by the way, you want a COVID test uh, tomorrow or Thursday at uh, the Eastfield Mall? Do I? Well, you're not going to get one because they're closed Wednesday and Thursday. I didn't even know that was still going on. Yeah, they're still all set up over there. Yeah, AMR has announced that their uh, Stop the Spread COVID-19 testing site at the Eastfield Mall in Springfield will be closed Wednesday, November 23rd, and Thursday, November 24th for the Thanksgiving holiday. Officials said that uh, testing will resume on Friday, November 25th, after you've infected yourself with all your family members coming from all parts of the country. That's, uh, I think that's the way we got it. Uh, drive-through testing is available from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. on weekdays and uh, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. on weekends. I know I had to get one for my kid before yeah. they went to camp uh, over the summer, and it was because uh, they're they were still doing that like heavy PCR testing and all that stuff. Yep. So we had to go. I went to the the HCC had one in their parking lot. Yeah. It was like 96 degrees outside. There's a guy sitting in a booth, and he just hands you the. The, the test out the window, and it's like he wasn't doing it himself. No, and I'm like, aren't you like you must be hot because you, you, it the door was open on the back, so there right. was no air conditioning going. I'm like, I don't know if I'd want to be sitting in a booth all day handing uh, out swabs so. to people and taking so. the swabs back. When I, but I, whenever I drive past Eastfield Mall and uh, and it's open, you know, you don't you don't see the long lines that uh, you know we used to have long ago, where you know. That line would be like around the block for people trying to get the tests. And now it's like, you know, you know, like two or three people deep and that's it. Uh, by the way, when I was pronouncing the Jalisco, j- j- yeah. uh, Barry says uh, Jalisco pronounced Jalisco, Mr. Fentanyl. <laughs> I told you. Yeah. He's going to come out swinging. 
You do not want Barry on, on, on you don't want to be on Barry's bad side. You don't want to be on the uh, what's bothering Barry uh, topic for the day. I think it's uh, you know, Barry that uh, that forced John Quill into retirement. John Quill would have stuck around. But Barry was up to here with that old man. He was like, I've had enough out of you. Every time you hear a whizzing sound when Barry complains about something, it's just John Quill spinning in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> All right, we're, we'll go into this story real quick. The real story uh, here is what the sheriff had to say about this afterwards. A 30-year-old man named Luke Neely threw seven Molotov cocktails at a house in Lakeland, Florida on Saturday, Sunday. That's one more than a six-pack. It, it is one more than a six-pack. What'd you do with the other uh, five? They came for the 12. Or maybe it was a 30-pack. <laughs> I drank those on the way here. <laughs> uh, this led uh, police on a high-speed chase. It took three pit maneuvers to stop the man. Then he got out of his truck with a fully loaded AR-15 and had a second gun on his hip. Cops say he started running toward a roadside theme park called Dinosaur World. So they had no choice but to shoot him and fired ten shots. Well, couldn't they just wait till he extincted himself? What, are you going into the dinosaur world? <laughs> One shot hit him in the leg, two shots hit him in the right leg, and one shot hit him directly in the groin. Really? Yeah. No kidding. Can you imagine that? And that's the one that brought him down. Yes. Now, if Mayor Dom Dom's out there listening to this, he's going, Butchy Bulls! When you heard that part. When you go right through the groin, Butchy Bulls! Uh... He was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The sheriff of uh, Polk County is Grady Judd, who's known for his colorful press conferences. And after listing the guy's injuries, he dropped this line. We've changed the looks of his groin forever, if you know what I mean. He was half in the bag when now when he got here. Now he's got no bag. <laughs> he's bagless. I think you're leaking there, Mr. Planner. <laughs> Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be mostly now sunny. Now it just looks like a windsock in March. <laughs> <laughs> Blowing in the breeze. Sunny in 47 today. Uh, tomorrow, sunny in 49. It's 28 in downtown Springfield at MGM outside the South End Marketplace. This is where you drop off your donations for the Mayflower Marathon. To benefit the open pantry, we're going to be here until 10 a.m. tomorrow. So come on down. We do have some Thunderbirds tickets as well uh, with your donation. So uh, come on down. Again, we'll be here till 10 o'clock tomorrow outside of uh, this market at MGM Springfield. It's 28 in downtown. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Now let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, let's see what time. Oh, yeah. 7.51. Oh, yeah. This thing is practically halfway over. You know what I really like about all of this? What? I wish we had these microphones, like, in the studio with us, like, when we're when we're doing the show regularly. So, so I can just walk around? Get up, walk around, go hang out in the boss's office, sit down, put my feet up. I could go to the bathroom and not feel like I'm, you know, rushing myself because yeah. I got a microphone with me. Yeah, can you? And we could just you could just push the mute button when you had to, you know, in between grunts. I always thought it said moot button. Moot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Live and learn. How about that? As you know, we are uh, raising food and uh, and cash for the Springfield Open Pantry. Terry Maxey, the executive director, who was here all day yesterday, he is going to be here 
all day today. We're putting him to work. He's got extra responsibilities. He'll be lifting things over his head because he's uh, just that powerful because he works out all the time. Terry, it's good to see you. Good morning, Bax. morning, Steve. Good morning. Good morning, Springfield. 64000 is what we've raised so far. Actually, probably more than that because the, uh, the police academy class just uh, dropped everything off. So we're doing pretty good. Outstanding. Numbers looking good. We're looking for a little warmer weather. So if anyone has any contact with the guy upstairs, look for about 50 more degrees out here. Who? Brian Lapis? <laughs> Jenna Brown, maybe? Yeah, Jenna Brown. Jenna Brown. Yeah, Brown. Yeah, Jenna Brown. Yeah, Jenna Brown. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm looking for it. Yeah. You know, we, were, we were talking before uh, to, to Jeff Sadler from uh, Liberty Bank about, you know, the kind of people that are coming through the open pantry every day. I heard yesterday 92,000 people were fed by the open pantry. I don't know if that number is, is accurate. I know these are tough times, but, but tell me about, you know, the kind of people that you're seeing, you know, every week come through for help. Yeah. What we're seeing now is, of course, we're, our pop- target population is the homeless population or at risk. But what we're now seeing are, are folks that are common day people that are working every day, that are looking to subsidize um, their food or their incomes. What we don't want is someone to have to choose between paying, you know, a utility bill, a bill, and food. So we want to make sure that if you're hungry, come on down to 2460 Main Street, Springfield, to the open pantry. We feed everyone, regardless of what your income level and your status. That's awesome. That's, uh, and, and again, uh, you know, drive that point home. It's not just the homeless population of Springfield that, that, that you offer services for. These are people that you work with every day. These are people that, uh, that, that, that go to your, you know, your kids' schools and all that stuff. These are people who, are, who, it's not that they're poor. It's just what you just said. That you, there, there's a, a disconnect between you know, paying a utility bill and, buy, and buying food for your family. You don't ever want to see that happen, and this is why we do this. I agree totally, Steve. I mean, when you look at, you know, the current state of our economy, what's going on, the price of goods, you know, it's very important that, you know, if you are hungry, you're looking for, you know, good nutritional foods, come on down to the pantry, come on down to the South End Market, to the Mayflower Marathon, come make your non-perishable donations and financial donations for our community. You know, we, we're talking about the, like the economy and and, yeah. and uh, the story we read last week that uh, you know food for Thanksgiving is up you know twenty percent. Well, guess what? Uh, food everywhere yeah, for yeah. every meal of every day is up. So it's harder and harder for people to get the food, pay for the food, and you know there's a lot of people that that simply just are not working that could use the help. Exactly. I mean, you look at you know the economy. I mean, I, you, you fall back to the economy, and, and it, it's tough out there. People are struggling. And we want to make sure that the one thing that you will always have is food on your table. So come on down to the Mayfall Marathon, MGM. We're looking forward to see you. I had uh, one more question. Can I borrow 30 bucks? Sure. I'll sell it to you. Just, just <laughs> sell. <laughs> sell. Oh, look at Man, that. Man, you're talking about, a, yeah. you're talking about a, a, a thing from like the... 2020s. Yeah. Unbelievable. Zell. He's zelling. You can, uh, you can just stop by at the uh, the Mayflower Marathon of the basket at, oh my God, about that place, at uh, at, uh, at MGM uh, in front of the, uh, the South End Market. You can also go on rock102.com and donate through PayPal. It uh, takes you right to the Open Pantry website. Make sure you specify Mayflower Marathon, and uh, we appreciate all the help. We'll have a total for you in just a little while. You ain't got pop money? No. You don't have that one? <laughs> <laughs> pop money. We'll pop you 20 bucks right now. <laughs>
Yes, my daughter is, uh, Dad, cash at me. Yeah, cash at me. Cash at Brazil. Yeah. This, you know, that's, uh, like, these things are, like, the new, because I got the same issue going on at home. This is the new, hey, Dad, can I borrow 10 bucks? Now oh, it's 50. Oh, it's the thing now is they'll wait in line in the grocery store yeah. and then text you. They won't call you. They'll text you and say, hey, I'm at the grocery store or I'm at Starbucks. Yeah. Can you sell me 40 bucks? Yeah. Zell me 40, 40 bucks. bucks. At, 40 bucks at a Starbucks. Are you buying coffee for everybody? Do you, do you say to your kids, do you even know. know what I do for I know. a living? <laughs> Have you seen my check? <laughs> <laughs> Terry Maxey from the Open Pantry. It's uh, just about to, let's see here, 757 with Bax and Dangle on Rock 102. Attention. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Outdoor Power Headquarters, Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As you know, the World Cup of Soccer is going on this week, and if you're like me, this is the most exciting sporting event there is. You've got guys kicking balls to other guys. You've got guys kicking those balls to other guys, and after 90 minutes of back and forth, what you have left are a lot of kicks and a lot of balls, and yet the entire planet goes crazy for this sort of thing. But do us Americans go crazy? We're happy to sit in the freezing cold with a thermos full of schnapps to watch our 10-year-olds play in a U-10 league in the fields next to American Saw. But take the day out of work to watch the Americans play the national team in Wales? I don't think so. Yesterday, Team USA blew a commanding 1-0 lead and allowed the guys from Wales to score after a late penalty, which I hardly understand. I mean, I understand the rules of the game is related to my daughters when they used to play when they were nine, but when it comes to adults playing the game, I find myself not nearly as obsessed with winning or having my kid get the ball. What I do find is that when a team plays to a 1-1 tie in international competition, I'm far less wrapped up in the outcome. If it means I don't have to promise the players I'll be buying soft serve after the game, I'm okay with that. Team USA plays to a 1-1 tie with Wales. There's no schnapps in a thermos. There's no soft serve. There's no outdoor folding chairs in a bag for me to carry back to the car. Now, what happens next for Team USA? Well, according to the schedule, it says here they'll be playing a much better team from England on Friday, followed by a game next Tuesday against Iran, which, as you know, is a country that Americans have gotten along with for many years. Call me crazy, but I don't expect we're going to go out for soft serve after that game. Might go for a little more schnapps or fireball, but I think the promise of soft serve or a trip to friendlies might have to go on hold because in both of those games, there'll be a lot of kicking and the balls will probably be ours. But hey, enough about yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Get an uni wood fire pizza oven at Rocky's for three twenty. Let's save $80. Get a Weber Genesis grill for $600. Save $180. Rocky Sales Flyer is loaded with great deals. Get Rocky Sales Flyer online or pick a copy up at the store at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm Bax. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. Now, let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. It's 8-11 with Bax and Nagel at the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield by the South End Marketplace. Again, come through uh, East Columbus Avenue, dot MGM Way. Exit out State Street. Leave your uh, your leave your food donations or cash for the open pantry, and uh, we'll have a new total for you a little bit later on. But uh, $64,000 raised uh, as of early this morning, so we're doing pretty good. Dang. 
Comedian Bob Marley is going to be at the Wilbur Theater on December 29th and at Foxwoods on the 4th of February. One of the all-time great comedians of all time, and he's on the phone this right now. It's Bob Marley. How are you, Bob? Hello! <laughs> Good morning! Good How morning, you, Bobby. Gearing up for the big day on Thursday, and families all around New England right now are planning what I call the exit strategy. <laughs> you, all, you all know how this works, right? You drive in your car to your family Thanksgiving, and all you talk about is how are we going to get out of there? What time are we leaving? <laughs> if, if Brenda and Todd show up, we are out of there quicker. I'll Nobody likes the car Brenda. out front so we don't get blocked in. That's how you know you're getting older, if you have a fear of getting your vehicle blocked in at a family function. <laughs> We'll get the we got the New England cheese platter. That'll be out as the appetizer. That's a standard in every single house in New England. That's got the triscuits on one side, wheat thins on the other, and down the middle, cracker barrel cheese. <laughs> my cousin good Wayne's stuff. always like, geez, Bob, cracker barrel. Somebody had a good year, huh? Wow. My wife's always like, that's so gross. This year I'm going to make one of those characootie boards. Have you heard of, heard of these? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah we, we know. We we know. Yeah. yeah, she basically laid out the Triscuits and the Wheat Fins and the Cracker Barrel, put four grapes on it, and she thought she was Rachel Ray. Because <laughs> what do you think? I'm like, it looks the same to me, babe. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Martha Stewart stopped by or not? But that looks like the same thing we've been going with for the last 14 years. <laughs> My mother used to always take the pies, you know, and put the letters in the. Would take a fork and put the letter in the top of the pie to identify what it was. You know what I'm talking about? Like minced meat, <laughs> she put an M on top, and blueberry, she put a, a B on top. And with pumpkin, she'd put a P on it. I'm like, Ma, you ain't got to put a P on the pumpkin because there's no cover on a pumpkin pie. So you don't need to do that. And my mother would say, don't start with me with the covers on the pies and what I need to do. And then she'd interview herself. You ever hear your mother interview herself? This is a big Irish Catholic New England thing. Who's making these pies? Are you making these pies? No. I believe it's me that's making these pies. I'm the one making the Am I right? Yes, I... And my father would come in out of nowhere with his polyester pants hiked up to his man boobs. What's going on in here? What's happening? He's trying to tell me about putting the letters on the pies. My father would be like, Bobby, look at me. Are you fresh talking your mother about letters on the pies? Knock it off! <laughs> he would just tee right off. Hi, my Aunt Grease will be over there. She smokes four packs of Marlboro Reds a day. She's a keeper. Yeah. <laughs> She'll be over there yelling at the... Look at these kids with the phones running around with these phones all. It's besides me. They take the pictures and they put them on Kit Kat or whatever it is. <laughs> I go, Kit Kat, you know what I'm talking I said, TikTok, you mind your own business, Bobby. Chase, what's the matter with you? My Nana will be there. I had to go I had to go to my Nana's house the other day. My sister called me at 6.30 in the morning. Bobby, you loser. Get over to Nana's house. I go, hello, delicate wallflower. <laughs> my sister's a tough Irish girl that doesn't mind uh, a few starters in the morning, you know? Wakes up to a couple natty lights. 
<laughs> Four OUIs and a fist fight with the officer. <laughs> a lot of times people hear me say that and they go, oh, that's so sad because we don't have anybody in our family that likes to drink like that. Yeah, you do. And if you don't know who it is, it's you. <laughs> she goes, you got to get over to Nana's house. I go, I go over there because she fell. My Nana's 94 and she won't surrender the house. I'm not leaving this house. I'm not. It's like the Alamo over there. I get over there and she had fallen down. I said, what happened? She goes, I was putting on my pantyhose and I fell over and sprained my, word for word, I sprained my boob. <laughs> I don't believe you can sprain your boob. How'd that happen? I hit my knee on a coffee table. Well, if you hit your knee on the coffee table, how'd you sprain your boob? Because my boob is down by my knee, you idiot. <laughs> my wife's name is Tracy, and my son's name is Koopa. And this is what my Nana says. She never gets it right. She goes, tell Stacy and Goober I said hi. <laughs> okay, I can understand you mistaken uh, Tracy for Stacy. But who in their right mind would think they'd name their kid Gooba? <laughs> what is this, Mayberry over here? <laughs> oh, we've been cranking. It's a, a Yellowstone's back on. You guys watch Yellowstone? Uh, no, yeah, I, yeah. I haven't seen it at all. It's oh, my show, God. My, if you haven't seen it, my wife is in love with a guy named Rip on uh, Yellowstone. He's this big uh, strapping cowboy with a giant beard and muscles. And he's always out for blood. Oh, anytime he comes on the screen, we're watching it last night, and my wife is sitting next to me, and Rip comes on the screen, and she, this noise just come out of her, like a primal noise. <laughs> sitting on the couch next to me, he comes on, and she just goes, ah. <laughs> I go, what was that? Everything okay over there? She goes, Bob, that, he's like a real man right there. You sh what you should do is you should grow a beard and get some cowboy boots. I says, oh, yeah, that'd be a great look for a pale Irish guy from New England with man boobs. <laughs> and no horse. <laughs> I said, I can't grow a beard. Last time I grew a beard, I looked like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> if you wanted to meet a guy like that, you should have hung around the ranch and not McGinty's Irish pub on karaoke night where we met. <laughs> you guys are cranking over there today. $64,000 already. That's amazing. That's, that's, yeah, and, we, and we actually have more than that. We're, we're counting things up right now. And you're at the MGM, which is awesome. That's a great place for people to stop by and drop off something and help out. I, I mean, what a great deal. You can well, stop off over there. Help out, throw some uh, money in the slots or whatever, and rip it yeah. hard. We we try to get them before they put their money in the slots, and then uh, <laughs> yeah. if they win a jackpot, then we like to get them back out. Well, I'll tell you, you guys, are, you guys got this down every year. We you do this, and you do it right. Be There's a lot coming up, so this is a great opportunity for people to help out because on Friday, it's Black Friday, and then Monday is Cyber Monday, and now they got something on Tuesday called Giving Tuesday. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be a dink here, but by the time we get through Black Friday and Cyber Monday, there ain't much left to give on Tuesday. <laughs> no, there is not. <laughs> That's why you guys are ahead of the game. So if people want to help out, they can swing by the MGM out there, Springfield, right? 
That's right. That's right, Bob. And the only reason uh, why uh, everybody wants to go out on Black Friday is because they don't want to be around Brenda and Todd anymore. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to be around Bre Brenda and Todd. I went out once on, on Black Friday in this It's Black Friday at Walmart is like running the Boston Marathon with a grocery cart. <laughs> I, I ran in there, and some lady grabbed me by the shirt. She goes, where, where is the George Foreman grill? I says, I don't know, ma'am, but I got a good idea where it's going to end up if you don't let go of me. <laughs> <laughs> Complete insanity. My mother used to go out for that. The mall is going to be crazy. There's going to be people wall to wall. Everybody's going to be fighting for their life. It's going to be horrible. What are you going to do, Ma? I'm going out there. I'm going to get in the mix. <laughs> I like on the news how they always interview people every Black Friday, camped outside a Target. Yeah. They, they, can you tell us what's happening? Well, it's me and my brother Dale. We got here on uh, last Wednesday. We've been sleeping in a tent. We're looking for the socks, two for one. <laughs> we <won. laughs> well guys uh, congratulations yeah. on another great year and keep ripping yeah. it out there i'm glad to well, happen thanks for having me this morning happy holidays happy thanksgiving well you, we, we always too. appreciate you bob and uh you, you entertain the crowd and uh that's what this is all about uh, entertaining people and help them come down and drop off their donations so we appreciate it and happy thanksgiving to you absolutely love you guys take care Thank you. Bob Marley going to be at the Wilbur Theater on the uh, the 29th of December and at Foxwoods on uh, the 4th of February. Comedian Bob Marley. It's Bax and Nagel at the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield on Rock 102. Now, let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. Hey, that's us. Yeah, that's got a certain that? ring to it, doesn't it? It does. Hey, I, I got a brand new total for you from the uh, the Mayflower Marathon yeah. at the uh, at the MGM uh, South End Market. Yeah, uh, sixty six thousand five hundred eighteen dollars. Now we are at the halfway point. We actually beyond the halfway point of the Mayflower Marathon. So I suppose if you did the math, you could say, well, we're on pace to make uh, to make uh, real hay here at the Mayflower Marathon, but. We have nine schools yet to go in the school challenge that will all be donating later today. Mm -hmm. We have a bunch of local businesses that will be dropping things off today. And then tomorrow winds up being a real busy morning. And uh, so it's a, there's a very good chance we may be breaking a record here. I don't know. I don't want to get Okay, the, don't say that. I don't want to jinx anything. Yeah, well, why did you say it? Because we're on pace. What if we're not going to break a record? Then we're going to look like fools. No. Because you said that. No, no, no. Because there's no... You don't have to do better than ever before. You just say, we are on pace. That's it. I'm saving, I'm saving face by saying we're on pace. Well, on pace... On pace... To have a record breaker or just on pace where we normally are? How about if I just say we're on pace? I guess so. And, and with no qualifying description after that at all. How about we're on pacemakers? That's kind of, yeah. If, you know, if we don't pay attention, we don't take care of ourselves. Right. Hey, uh, thanks to the place to be. Uh, they dropped off uh, breakfast again uh, for us and our volunteers, so we appreciate that. French toast. Nothing wrong with French toast. Lots of French toast. Oh, yeah. Loads of French toast. And there's a... Uh, there's bacon. Oh, yeah. I have to and go over to the bacon. And uh, Eversource Donuts, which are 21% more than what they were <laughs> yesterday. 
<laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. We've had a lot of volunteers here over the last uh, 24 hours. Thanks to all the volunteers. I wouldn't name every group, but frankly, we had uh, we had volunteers from 6 a.m. until 9 o'clock last night. Just an extraordinary number of, uh, yeah. of folks helping, uh, helping us, and it was all very much appreciated as we start uh, filling up truck number two. Number two. You're on to number two, and you can help by stopping by MGM Springfield, the South End Market. You just go East Columbus Avenue, take a right on MGM Way, and then just follow the traffic all the way out to State Street. Real simple. You don't have to turn your car around. You just keep on driving. Yeah. We'll take, take the food out of your car. You can hang with us. You can leave. It's totally up to you. But we appreciate uh, everything you've done so far. Yeah, so thank you. And, yes, uh, thank you. And it's uh, it's 8.32. We got news coming up next. Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News. Um. Now, let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. It's uh, 8.35. I'm waiting for that news sounder to sound because it's going to go right through our conversation. Oh, I know. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, any second now. Uh, it's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Ooh, look at that. You know what? We should do that more often. What thing? The long pause. We start talking before the, uh, before the, uh, the, the news sounder sounds. Yeah. And then, as you're introducing me, then I start talking. You Just like, like that better? Well, this is why we have Dan working in the studio for us. He's coming up with great ideas each and every day. Dan's vast years of experience really kind of put him at a different level, yeah. I think. Yeah. Dan, you don't mind we talk about you behind your back, right? No, it's it's uh, it's that and it's the cold meds that I'm taking. So. Oh, yeah. No, I totally <laughs> Giving me that all too. kinds of great ideas. Yeah, now, 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 you're 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 a Marine, right, Dan? That's right. So, when you were fighting in the trenches of Granada... <laughs> Did you ever think to yourself, you know, Clint, one day I'm going to be Cl working with these two douchebags? With Clint Eastwood. Well, yeah. you, know, you know, I knew when I got into radio I'd be working with a lot of douchebags, and I haven't been disappointed. So. No. Well, and we know many of the ones you've worked with. I'm glad we, I'm glad we can continue delivering for you, sir. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right, so uh, I like this headline on Mass Live this morning. Springfield gas prices fall to three seventy five heading into Thanksgiving week. Oh, oh, what a deal. Yeah, that, that makes me feel better. Well, at least you have an extra couple extra bucks in your tank. Uh, you save that a couple extra bucks, and you go buy some canned goods, and you bring them on down here to the South End Market outside of MGM Springfield. Look at you trying to weave things together like you're Betsy Ross. Well, I should be working for Eversource telling people how to... Uh, <laughs> Save money. Hey, by the way, we're going to increase your rates, but don't you worry. You turn your lights off in your kitchen when you go to bed at night. Yeah, with a 23% increase, we could save you up to 1.2%. Mm. Uh, health experts are calling it a triple-demic, and it's lurking just in time for Thanksgiving. The mutating virus behind the coronavirus pandemic, coupled with outbreaks of two other highly contagious res respiratory infections, uh, RSV and the flu, are posing a triple threat this holiday week. There's just nothing but good news coming yeah. out of the healthcare industry. The uh, what happened to monkeypox? Did we lose monkeypox? I think we forgot about that. Really? Because I haven't heard of a good monkeypox story in weeks. Have you seen a monkey lately? I've been. I've had no exposure to any primates at all. I think I'm in the clear. By the way, we should talk about that too. When I asked the Shriners where the monkey was. 
There's yeah. no Shriner monkey? There's no sh I, they've never had a monkey. I thought they had monkeys. And then they, well, one of the nice ladies uh, from the Shriners was telling me, maybe you're thinking of when they had the circus. They used to have the circus. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, they, yeah. They, the little monkeys would wear the those Shriner hats. They're the little, so cute. The little fez hats, yeah. The little fez uh, hats, yeah. No, I don't recall any monkeys. But you put a bathtub on uh, on wheels uh, and give it a motor, an outboard motor. I'm I've seen them do that. You're hopping right on that thing. Absolutely. Aren't but, you? But, uh, yeah, monkeys, uh, I don't like that some of the things that they throw around the room. Well, I'm just saying, if you're asking about monkey pox, you haven't seen a monkey in a while. Could have wiped them all out. <sighs> Let's hope not. No, I guess not. Uh, anyway, uh, to gather safely without work over uh, becoming sick or putting someone in with a weakened immune system at risk or for infection, Dr. Armando Paez uh, offers simple advice. Get the flu vaccine along with the updated COVID boosters that are available for those age 5 and older. And then he also goes on to tell you to wear masks inside. I don't want to do that again. We're kind of. Aren't we over that already? Haven't we decided as a society, that that wasn't a good idea. Like we're kind of done with it yeah. already. He also, like I said, recommends masking indoors in a public setting as an additional precaution of your elderly immunocompromised because of any complications you can get from getting infected. That RSV is, uh, that's pretty nasty. And it's obviously mostly children that get it. Yeah. And it's this uncontrollable cough. It's just coughing, and you feel so bad for the kid because you can't do anything about it. Is that it. like whooping cough? You ever have whooping cough as a kid? No, but I had whoop, there it is. Whoop, there, there it is. is. Yeah, I had that too. Tag but team Fleming straight at you. See, uh, the whooping cough is like you're, 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 you're coughing so much, and you're gasping for air. And when you gasp for air, you hear the whoop. Oh. Like uh, the Arsenio Hall uh, disease. It's very much like the beginning of it. Right. That's exactly right. Yeah. See, I, I know what I'm talking no, about. I know you do. I know. Uh, city Councilor in West Springfield, Daniel O'Brien, filed a motion to support in an effort to reverse the ordinance allowing the sale of retail marijuana in West Springfield and then create a referendum question for voters to decide during the 2023 elections. From the beginning, this issue should have been placed before the voters. It is not an issue that the town council should decide on its own. Let me just remind you who Dan O'Brien is. Dan O'Brien was the guy that got fired from the West Springfield police for putting tape over a lady's mouth. You remember that? I do. Yeah, and yes. then he was also the guy in a typo. He was sending an email to Frank Kehoe. But he sent uh, the wrong extension to the address, and it went to some lady named Kehoe over in Ireland. Uh, to which okay. that lady then sent that email back to the, the Republican. Okay, yes. Which was filled with a hate list of all the people oh, that he hated. Yes, I, yeah. I do remember that so, now. So not only does that guy do all that stuff, he's a Debbie Downer when it comes to the devil's lettuce. Well, apparently he's not out there looking to make any friends. No, not at all. Does the devil really eat lettuce? I mean, is he looking like, uh, oh, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta start eating some salads? I'm, I'm gaining a little bit about the middle. Well, it's, he's smoking the devil's lettuce. He's not eating. Oh, the devil's okay, oh, that's different. Unless you're into edibles or all that stuff. I don't. Know. But uh, you know, this is a tax revenue thing. Yeah. I, I don't know why, uh, why a lot of people are opposed to having these places in their town at this day and age. 
with everything we're learning about the cannabis industry, it's to me it every all the fears and trepidation that people had about having dispensaries in their neighborhood, all that stuff turned out to be bogus. It's all bogus. There, there's they are no different than any other business in your neighborhood. No, in your neighborhood, in your neighborhood. Oh, who owns the marijuana dispensary in your neighborhood? Not Tim O'Brien or Dan O'Brien. <laughs> Uh, a 21-year-old hot dog vendor named Yanni Yanis allegedly stabbed another hot dog vendor in a turf war. Oh, man. Oh, you remember man. the turf wars of 2022? I remember the, uh, the, the, Polish, so the Polish sausage uh, you know, strike of 1968. It happened in downtown San Diego, which I believe is German for a whale's vagina. <laughs> uh, on Saturday night outside of Petco Park. Where an event was happening, police say there was a brawl involving 10 to 15 people, which started after vendors from L.A. set up shop in areas where San Diego vendors are typically serving hot dogs. It's unclear if either group had a permit. Cops say Giannis stabbed a 31-year-old man in the back. He was arrested, and the victim was hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries. No one was seriously hurt. There's video of the aftermath in a new report online where people are still casually buying and eating hot dogs as the police are on the scene. Oh, my God. That's a, they're basically destroying evidence. Y yes. They're, well, how could you let a good hot dog go to waste? Well, even if somebody's stabbed and bleeding in the street, that's the time to go because the line died down. <laughs> Well, if a guy is lying on the on the ground yeah. bleeding to death, you la the last thing you're going to ask him is, "Hey, you going to eat your hot dog?" You know, I went to that Autumn Mist Farm over the weekend yes. over in uh, in Feeding Hills. They have hot dogs there. Yes, it's all stuff. It's all their beef. It's a hundred percent all beef hot dogs. No, uh, no rat hairs or pig testicles. They put them on these local buns, mm. and it, it's got uh, like the fried onions on the oh, top. Oh yeah. Oh. Man, that is definitely worth getting stabbed over. I'll tell you that. You know, uh, people love their hot dogs, and then some. there are some people who say, well, yeah, it's just a hot dog. But when you've had a great hot dog, like a really great hot dog, it's like, it, they, it ain't nothing better. Was that the, the Chicago style with the pickles? And oh, the, actually, I love the Chicago style. What, what is it, pickles and peppers or it's, something? It's uh, tomatoes, lettuce, onions, a pickle. Let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. It's uh, Bax and Nagel, the Mayflower Marathon at uh, MGM Springfield. We're, uh, we're outside now. All these volunteers uh, are, out, are out here right now. Yeah, uh, from uh, Westfield Technical Academy. Matter of fact, it's the broadcasting class. I know. I was supposed to be doing a little interview with yeah. these kids uh, a little bit later. It's pretty exciting. Oh, we, we don't have to do one now? Well, we don't have to do it right. I mean, we well, we were supposed to have an interview, and then that got canceled. So uh, Yeah, we'll, we... just, we'll just postpone it with uh, with Gary Ho. He's got some things going well, on, so well, no big deal. Let's talk to the instructor first. All we, right. This is uh, this is Steve Forney. Steve hey. Forney, how you doing, Steve? Thanks, guys. Pleasure to... Hey, I've heard your name before. Have you been on the radio lately anywhere? Uh, no, I wouldn't. Getting in radio, what do you think? I'm crazy? Yeah, I know you'd be you'd be nuts to do that. Uh, but uh, thanks for bringing the bring, bringing the kids down here, and uh, this is obviously all part of your your instruction plan. Yeah, I mean, I I teach all the broadcasting, so I try to teach everything from breaking news and podcasts and everything in between. So um, we took them to the Thunderbirds game, the day game they had, and I had students running cameras, I had students you know running jumbotrons, whatever kind of experience I can get, and it 
quite frankly, get them out of the classroom so they don't have to listen to me talk. Wow, that's, that's pretty awesome. awesome. Why come, why come, how come I didn't have any high school teachers trying to get us out of class? I wouldn't have to talk to the teacher. Yeah, I, I never got that kind of treatment at all. No kidding. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, we do appreciate you bringing down here and uh, helping us out. Yeah, and I thank you guys for sending it up. And if you're looking for young uh, board ops, broadcasters, production people, you need somebody to make your spots. Well, it's funny you should say it, that. It, as a matter yeah, of fact. We are looking for a producer, to tell you the truth. We are ruminating all kinds of ideas and, in our and, little heads. And we don't have any money to pay them, so. <laughs> Even better. These are, high, school labor, high school labor is what you're looking for. Perfect. Oh, yeah, child labor. Go. We love to break child labor laws. Yeah. Well, it, it's great to have you out here, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, all the help and all the notice and uh, educate some fertile young minds. Hey, hey, hey. Kids make some noise. Let everybody know you're here. Yeah. See, there you go. See, I yeah. told you. Future broadcasters of America yeah. right there. Screaming and yelling. Mm -hmm. Now, imagine you're yelling at management for raises. <laughs> See, no, yeah. Nobody wants to speak. No, they don't want, <laughs> they want to poke the bear. What are you yeah, trying to absolutely. do? Absolutely. So listen, we're at the MGM Springfield, the South End Marketplace. You're coming through East Columbus Avenue, through MGM Way, out towards State Street. It's a real simple flow of traffic. You can't come in from State Street. You can also donate online at rock102.com. Yes, and it's what a great view you have of downtown. It's breathtaking. It is breathtaking. We're looking at the Campanile and Monarch Place. Wait a minute. You told me uh, when you described me before that I was breathtaking. It's a different kind of breath. That's being taken. Sometimes you just say that to make the person feel better. I'll tell you what's really beautiful. If you look to the left, yeah. there's the breathtaking view of the Roderick Island Courthouse. What? And when I say breathtaking, I mean you can't you actually can't breathe, breathe in that while building. You're in there, right? Because of all the black mold <laughs> you'll find. It's uh, Bax and Nagel on the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield on Rock 102. Let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. The last time I gave you a total, uh -huh. it was $66,518. Yeah, that was like an hour ago. That was an hour ago. Yeah. You know what we're up to now? What? $79,919.86. Holy crap. There have been years when our total was $79,000. Well, that's a, that's a good sign. Are we on pace for a record-breaking year? We're just on pace. <laughs> we're just on, we're just, pace. on a, just on a pace. Yeah. What oh, have? my goodness. That's right. Hey, the kids from uh, from Putnam Academy are here. Oh, awesome. Bunch of, uh, actually, some of these kids I've met before. It's really cool to see some of you guys. Let's make some noise for Putnam Academy. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I like crowd noises. <laughs> <laughs> these guys come every year, and we yeah. appreciate it. Mr. Reckwart was uh, uh, just uh, saying hi, telling me a couple of uh, a couple of kids that uh, that I've known for a while. So, including awesome. Damien. Right, Damien? Yeah, Damien? There you go, hey, buddy. Damien. There you go. Here. <laughs> Send lawyers, guns, and money. Putnam's here. There you go. Hey, r real quick, tell us about uh, about Putnam Academy. What you guys do here? Sure, the tr uh, Transitions Academy. Uh, we have a lot of kids here from Central, from SciTech, um, and uh, our, our academy is all about you know providing work experience for our students, trying to get them to live as independently as possible, having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, this character right here, I've known for a while. This kid makes me laugh. Uh, we call them peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, I can say I know why. No, Damien's the, the Damien's fantastic. Good to see you, Damien. Yeah, back. <laughs> fantastic. Thank you so much. I knew you guys come every year, and we do appreciate all the help. And then the kids are great to a great addition of all the time. The open pantry needs everything we can give them. There you go. Thank you very much. 
you believe that's seventy nine thousand nine hundred dollars already? That's, that's a crazy. Is it, am I crazy or is that a lot of food? That is a lot of food, and but, we can always use more. So come on down here. We're at MGM Way, uh, right outside the South End Market at MGM Springfield. And if you, you can, can't can't be here, you can go online and. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that kid's got a Stranger Things shirt. He does, awesome. man. That is all right. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, you can go online and donate through PayPal at yep. rock102.com. All different kinds of ways you can help the open pantry here. We got uh, Carl Palmer from Emerson Lake and Palmer coming up later this afternoon. Sweet. That'll be pretty cool. What about it's... Carl Thorndike or Carl Three Rivers? No, Carl Bonsville. Uh, Carl Palmer. <laughs> That's the guy you want to stay away from. <laughs> it's Bax and Nagel yeah. and the Mayflower Marathon at Rock 102.